Two out of three falls. Hey, and welcome to a new edition of Two Out of Three Falls podcast here on Cruise Control. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. You can also find this podcast on SoundCloud.com and iTunes. The links are SoundCloud.com slash Two Out of Three Falls, as well as SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Uh, download, subscribe, give us a review, rate us, five-star rating. If, you, if you're that generous on iTunes, that, that'll be greatly appreciated going forward. And you can find us on Twitter again at Randy J. Cruz, as well as two out of three falls pod. Um, so last night was WrestleMania. Um, I think WrestleMania just ended. Um, <laughs> um Trying to find out where to start. Uh, seven hours worth of action. We're talking, you know, yeah, on the East Coast. You start at five o'clock, and they went all the way till after midnight until everything was over with with, with Taker. You're looking at after midnight, seven hours worth of, of matches and just like wow. And then three and a half hours on. On Saturday for NXT, you're looking at four and a half hours or three and a half hours of, um, you know, the, the Hall of Fame. Maybe four and a half. Could be wrong. And then you're looking at, what, 15 hours of watching wrestling on the network for the past three days. It's a lot. And plus, we have Raw tonight um, in Orlando. Then you have SmackDown on tomorrow in Orlando. So looking at. It's a lot of freaking hours of wrestling just watching. And I know it's it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania weekend. This is probably the only time of the year where you can sit back, chill, and relax and say, you know what? I don't watch wrestling a whole lot during the year or I don't really just, you know, stay home all weekend and just chill and watch it. But um, seven hours could be a lot, you know, and, you know, we'll get to the card and the reaction of, of WrestleMania 33 later on. But um, before I get to that, if you're a fan of me, a fan of the show, you follow me on Twitter, you know I've been doing a, a Twitter DVD uh, giveaway for the past couple of weeks here on the show. We've had three winners so far. Um, I put out a picture of a whole bunch of wrestling DVDs that I have in my house that I'm looking to give away, uh, you know, certain ones that are not on. If, if they're not on the network, then I'll probably hold on to that just until it gets on the network. But if it's on the network, I'll be more than happy to give that away. If you get these trivia questions correctly, all you have to do is obviously, one, hear the show. Two, um, hear the question. And if you know the answer, add me at Randy J. Cruz. Be the first one with the correct answer and if you are that person then I will send you the picture of DVDs that I have and you get to pick one whichever ones are left and we'll go from there so uh, for my previous three winners thank you very much thank you for tuning in you know just trying to get more people to hear the show so um, the question is including last night for Wrestlemania um, and, and this is about you know 
I might as well do a question on Taker and um, Taker Taker and Roman Reigns was the main event of WrestleMania last night. So the question is, including last night, how many times did the Undertaker main event WrestleMania? We're talking going on last. We're not talking him and Shawn Michaels mid card, and people say, "Oh, that was the real main event." We're talking Taker going on the very last match of a WrestleMania. How many times did the Undertaker main event a WrestleMania out of the twenty-five WrestleManias he has participated in? If you know the answer, hit me up at Randy J Cruz, R E N D Y, the letter J C R U Z on Twitter. First one correctly. Uh, we'll get you a DVD um, whenever we can get that out to you this week. So, again, how many times has The Undertaker main evented WrestleMania, including last night against Roman Reigns? Uh, if you want to tell me which ones, which WrestleManias, by all means, you can do so. But I need a number. So, so there you go. Speaking of, of Undertaker, looks like more than likely it'll be his final match. In the WWE, um, you know, many speculated maybe this is his final match at a WrestleMania. He might do something at SummerSlam or something. But the way it, it, it ended, it almost looked like, you know, kind of surreal that it might be <laughs> it might be a wrap for 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 Taker. He, he's been he's been doing it for in the WWF WWE for 27 years, and I know he was wrestling before that. So you're looking at over a thirty, you know, let's say thirty year career, you know, coming down to to an end last night, and you know, again, we'll get to the match and everything, but it, 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 you know, somebody who's my age, early thirties, can look back and say, "Wow, I saw Undertaker in his first match with the WWF at the time." We're you know, we're talking back, taking it back to 1990, Survivor Series. DiBiase says, I got a, I got a surprise tag team partner for that four-team, four-man four team back in the day. And he brings out this guy with a, with a hat, with the gray gloves, with the gray hat. A gray, no, black and gray hat, gray gloves, gray tie, gray things on, on the feet, black outfit in. We're all like, who is this guy? And he said, oh, this is The Undertaker. And, he, and you hear the music, and you see the kids crying in, in the front row, and has you know that eerie walk, that long eerie walk, um, the long uh, the, the the music, it was a different character. This is 1990, and he made the character work. You know, back then you're probably like, who is this guy? And oh man, this is another character that that's not gonna get over. He got that character over, and the Undertaker evolved, and and, and really change his character every couple of years when you when you felt it got stale he was switching up on you he evolved from the dead man to to motorcycle uh taker to to ministry taker back to the old school taker um and all that over the course of 27 years and someone like me, I can say that I, I pretty much seen and remember the Undertaker's entire career with the WWE. And, you know, there was a point where 
you got to 19, you know, also him with the mask when he broke his his his, uh, his eye or something, his nose. He he had that going on for a while. Then he then he went into the purple gimmick and everything. So, um, I, I, the character transformed so many times, but it wasn't like it was a bad idea. It wasn't like oh man, Tech is gonna do this. It's gonna be corny. It's gonna be terrible. But he made it work. We saw Biker Taker with the with the kid, uh, kid Rock rolling, rolling, rolling. It was um, it was different, and he just evolved. With the times, and, and that's what you have to do with your character. He, he's a prime example of it. The Rock is another prime example of just evolving, changing your character from a good guy, bad guy, co- comedian guy, um, playing guitar in the middle of the ring, saying with Stone Cold. He, you know, at one point he said he felt stale with his character. Good guy, bad guy. Then he went, I mean, a good guy, bad guy to a good guy. Then he went to, you know, McMahon. He turned on turn The Rock in, in WrestleMania 17. He did. He did the whole uh, comedy thing with Kurt Angle, so you have to take that leap of faith of changing your character as you as you get older. And Taker is a prime example of that. And I and I felt like back to my point. There was a time where we're talking ninety five, ninety six, maybe on that edge of being stale or not having a true rival. At that time, he you know he was fighting Bret Hart and Diesel and and and, and Yokozuna, at that time, but didn't have like a, a a rival. Didn't have like the guy that always, you know, pissed him off. And I felt like the the Undertaker's career went even longer with the addition of Mankind and Kane, Mankind in in, in 1996 and Kane in 1997, where now he has two main rivals. That him and Kane had like a 15, 20 year rivalry. Him and Mankind had, I think, a five year rivalry, maybe less than that. But it was a it was a brutal rivalry. We all know Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring '98, which I think is the pinnacle of that rivalry. You had the Boiler Room Brawl at SummerSlam '96. So, you know, being the Taker character needed antagonist. You know, and there was no one on his level that can say, you know what, this is this guy can't compete with Taker on that rival level. It wasn't Bret Hart, it wasn't Shawn Michaels, it wasn't Diesel, it wasn't Razor Ramon at the time. And the addition of of Mankind and Kane enhanced the character of The Undertaker going forward. Where you saw a different side of Taker, where you saw a more... A vulnerable side to his character. Oh, mankind! Who is this now? Paul Bearer switch sides. He's now with mankind. Uh, mankind is is one deranged individual. You have no idea what he's capable of. And every time he thought Taker was gonna get over, mankind would, you know, would, would get one up on on Taker, would outsmart him. And I think that rivalry from, I think the day after WrestleMania 12. So we're looking at 96. And you take this rivalry all the way up to maybe 98, 99 of back and forth Taker and Mankind. Tag team matches. Then you include Kane in 1997 with the, you know, the quote unquote, like my brother and everything. And Paul Bearer found his brother. And I think that addition was probably even greater than Mankind. Both the same height. 
you really don't know who this guy is. He 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 interferes in in the first Hell in a Cell match in in 1997 with Taker and Sean. Eerie music, same long slow walk, um, just evil. And I think that the Taker character needed that so so bad. We're talking mid 90s, you know, pre Attitude Era. And I think Kane and Mankind just brought a different attitude towards Taker. They brought a different character out of him that made him evolve into the ministry character, into this, into, you know, being more athletic in the ring, being in, in these uh, crazy matches, more Hell in a Cell matches, um, Inferno matches, um, fighting Kane at WrestleMania uh, 14 for the first time. So with that, that right there, Mankind and Kane, gave Taker five, six, ten more years of life uh, uh, just having a rivalry that most most wrestlers, wrestlers don't have. Stone Cold got it with The Rock. Sean had it with Brett. Um, you know, John Cena had it with, with Edge and Randy Orton. Um, Triple H had it with, with Sean, and he had it with some other guys, with The Rock. Um, but I think Taker needed that. He needed Mankind. He needed he he definitely needed Kane to enhance his character going forward. And now when you fast forward to now, twenty seventeen, and we're all looking like like could this really be it? And you watch WrestleMania last night, it wasn't the greatest match. It wasn't the greatest main event. I think we all can agree on that. But as you're watching it, you're like, man, this this might be it. This might be it. And, and I, I think once you saw the video promo package and the way they they had all the old sound bites of, of Gorilla Monsoon and Ted DiBiase when he debuted and all the old footage, in your mind, you're like, all right, this is going to be Taker's last match. But how is it going to go? Is, is, is Roman going to beat him? And then, you know, they shake hands at the end. Or just Roman's going to get over on, on Taker He'll walk out. Taker will have his final send off, and I think the send off was, was was pretty cool. You know, most you know, like your Sean or Ric Flair's would just kind of wave to the crowd and just you know blow kisses and cry and say thank you. But Taker really took his time. I think, <coughs> excuse me, everything was laid out perfectly. He put his his hat, his coat, his gloves in the middle of the ring, signifying that you know my career is over. I've done everything I can for this company for so long since since 1990. Have had memorable moments, classic matches: Hogan, Sean, Hunter, Brett. Um, I mean, we can go Mankind, Kane. We we can keep you know we can keep going on 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 Ric Flair WrestleMania. So, um, just to see 25 WrestleManias with the Undertaker. Knowing that 34 is next year, it's going to look a lot different and feel a lot different knowing that he, he more than likely won't be involved. So that right there can signify like a, a total new era. And if you're my age, you're like, man, Stone Cold retired. The, uh, the Rock is, you know, semi. He'll come back here and there. But he's not officially, quote unquote, officially retired. Um, Shawn Michaels retired. Uh, Kurt Angle, he's in the Hall of Fame, but we don't know if he has he has one more match. But Kurt Angle, let, let's just say Kurt Angle, 
Now Taker, all signs point to Taker calling it a, a career. It's, it's Sting last year, Ric Flair years ago, and you started seeing you know Edge years ago. You started seeing a couple, a bunch of these guys that that, that you, you grew up watching, pre Attitude Era, Attitude Era, Rufus Aggression Era. And you're like, man, I know we're trying to build the new stars, but now the old veterans are 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 going. And then you start thinking, like, man, who's next? You know, Big Show said he this was his last WrestleMania. We haven't seen Kane in, in, in a long time, so could it be a wrap for Kane? You know, he's been in this company twenty years. Goldust been in this in this company since nineteen ninety five. You know, like, is he next? Chris Jericho is not getting uh getting getting any younger. So like, man, Jericho been been here since nineteen ninety nine. Triple H. And it's like, man, we, we we getting old. We're getting old. It's kind of sad. And then you see Kurt Angle at WrestleMania yesterday. And it's like, man, I, I remember seeing him at 19, 22, doing crazy things at, at, at WrestleMania, 17. And he's on the stage for the Hall of Fame. Like, man, where does Tom go? And now you see Taker. It's like, man, 20, 27 years went so quick like that. But... An undeniable great career. The argument can be made for top three, top five, top ten, depending on how you know how you view that. I'm not here. I'm not here to dispute whether he's top five, top ten, top three. It's your your personal choice, your opinion. Uh, but he is definitely one of the greatest of all time. He could go in the Hall of Fame next year. Um, being in 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 New Orleans, he could get that nod early. Uh, do we see something uh, tonight on Raw where he kind of makes that final announcement? Um, that final announcement. Also, Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg is another one that might say, "Hey, thank you for the the new the new run. It was a great ride. My son saw me wrestle, but I'm gonna call it quits too." So they both might retire tonight. I don't know what's gonna happen on Raw. They both might retire tonight. So again, Goldberg, ninety-seven Monday night, Monday night war, just another fixture that could be retiring. But uh, I thought overall it wasn't a great match. We kind of knew who was going to win, and once you once the rumor was that Reigns and Taker were going to be the the main event, you kind of just had a hindsight that it was going to be his you know his last match. Jim Ross coming back, calling the match on commentary. Another sign that this was going to be Taker's last match, and and, and if it is, um, you know, it's kind of you know it, it, it's sad to see. At the same time, but on the flip side, you kind of know like what else can Undertaker prove? What else can he do? Uh, what else can he provide that he that he that he hasn't done so in, in 27 years? We've seen it all with him. We've seen the evolution of his character. We've seen so many great matchups, great great rivalries with with Taker, a loyal guy to the company, um, stayed with the company even during the Monday Night War era. He was the he was the glue of the company, and I think it'll it'll be a totally different era once he officially he officially says I retire. Um, it's gonna be different. 
not just WrestleMania, but I think it'll be different going forward without the Undertaker. So, like everybody said last night, thank you, Taker, for so many great years, great memories, you know, childhood memories. Um, so going forward, it'll be different, man. It'll be different. Again, you can find me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z on Twitter. want to thank all those who, you know, were engaging with me last night on Twitter doing WrestleMania, all the videos and the GIFs or the GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call it. Um, just kind of engaging the moment for WrestleMania last night was fun. So, hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm not done yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> um... Again, the trivia question was earlier in the, the podcast, including last night. How many times did the Undertaker main event WrestleMania? If you know the answer, add me on Twitter, Randy J. Cruz with the answer, and be the first one to do so, and you win yourself a free wrestling DVD from the pile that I have. I'll show you a picture of it. You pick one, and we'll go from there. Um... So WrestleMania 33 was last night. Seven hours worth of action. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go through the car, but not really go in depth with the car like that. Um, kind of give you the the highs and lows of it. But um, never retained the cruiserweight championship against Austin Aries. I kind of. I, I just felt like it was too quick for Austin Aries to win the belt. I think there's more to see with um. With Neville as the king of the cruiserweight, the bad guy, the heel of Neville, um, great in the ring overall. I think Austin Aries still has time to uh, to climb that ladder, so to speak, and gain the cruiserweight championship. Maybe SummerSlam. I uh, thought it was too quick for him to win the belt anyway. I thought it was a great match, a great kickoff match, and never retained the cruiserweight championship. Which I I would assume they all had us had them winning, but uh, overall great match. Mojo Raleigh won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. If you ask me, I would have had either Sami Zayn, obviously Big Show, or Braun Strowman winning, but they went in a totally different direction with, with Mojo Raleigh. Hey, I'm happy, well deserved. You know, listen, it, it is what it is. Um, maybe the Andre the Giant Battle Royal can be the 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 springboard to you, you know, enhancing your career. We saw last year with, with Baron Corbin. We seen he, Baron Corbin won it last year. He got drafted to SmackDown, and we see the, the kind of year he's had on SmackDown. Pretty pretty good, uh, pretty good year for him on SmackDown. Years uh, before that was, I believe, Big Show, but Big Show was already established. And we seen Cesaro winning at WrestleMania 30. So. What they do with Mojo Raleigh going forward, I have no idea. Zack Ryder is still is still hurt from um, the injury, the the leg injury. Are we going to see a, a, some sort of singles run from Mojo? I don't know, but it was good to see him win. Rob Gronkowski of the Patriots got involved. You know, he sat front row, attacked by um, Jinder Mahal, not attacked, but. Jinder threw the, the soda or whatever on him. He got in the ring, showed the tackle, and I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick was like, oh. <laughs> Even though later it was said that it was said that the Patriots knew about 
Gronk being there knew about Gronk was going to get in the ring and, and you know do that. So hopefully Bill Belichick and the Patriots weren't that weren't that upset uh, for seeing Gronk in there. But overall, good spot. And I think this WrestleMania was not filled with a lot of celebrity you know influence or, or impact. We didn't see Gronk was the only celebrity that got in the ring. Um, there was no really interaction with celebrities um, last night. So that was pretty different, pretty good. Um, Dean Ambrose retained the Intercontinental Championship against Baron Corbin. I thought Baron Corbin would have won the match. Uh, I'm at a point where Dean Ambrose's character is, um, you know, kind of been stale for, for quite a while. Maybe him as a good guy, just doesn't work for me. Not sure if you guys agree with that or disagree with that, but I think he needs a shot in the arm for his character. Um, stale character, the moves remain the same. I don't think Dean has really enhanced his his wrestling, you know, repertoire. Being on SmackDown, he was a, he was the the. The champion early on in the year wasn't really feeling that run before he lost it to AJ Styles. And um, I thought Baron Corbin should have won the match, but I guess maybe not. They could do it on SmackDown. They could do it at the SmackDown pay-per-view in May. I don't know the name of that. Uh, I saw that it was going to be backlash. It could be wrong, but I saw it was going to be backlash again. But don't quote me on that. But, um... Yeah, Dean Ambrose goes over. Decent match. Pre-show match, by the way. So the Intercontinental Championship is on a pre-show. Um, decent match. They win like 10 minutes. But would have rather seen Baron Corbin win. And if Dean's going to be... To me, the Intercontinental Championship has not been the same since The Miz lost it. And I don't know. The Miz had the Intercontinental Championship rolling. He had a rolling for, for, for a hot minute. And I don't think Dean Ambrose has done much... To it or for it. So, yeah. The first match, the first official match on, at WrestleMania, which I thought was a shock at the time, was AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. And I'm like, oh, they're going to they're gonna start off hot with the bumps. Shane's going to jump off something crazy. But instead, we saw a wrestling match. We saw a 20-minute wrestling match where Shane wasn't jumping off crazy things except that the the top turnbuckle for the elbow drop on the table to which he missed um but i thought shane i thought shane held his own you know you know obviously aj is the more superior wrestler than shane mcmahon but i think shane got in there did some moves that we were like oh okay that that shooting star press i was like wow like shane his age someone like me i can't do that and I'm a lot younger than Shane, but I can't do that. I'll, I'll be scared. But he did that shooting star press. I, I think he missed it. And some of the holds that Shane was doing was was pretty pretty good, pretty effective. I think it shocked the hell out of out of AJ Styles. They brought the um, the trash cans in. I thought you know Shane did his um what you call it? Not it, they they call it coast to coast, but it's it's Terminator something. I'm sorry I got the I got the name wrong, but going from one side to the other, he'll kick you in the, the face with the trash can. He got that move off, 
AJ tried to do before that, but got blocked. So um, I think overall it was a, it was a great match, a, a great way to start WrestleMania, uh, get the crowd hot, get the crowd going, and AJ defeated uh, Shane McMahon, which I thought we all thought was going to happen. But overall, um, a different match that I than, than I think what we all expected. We all expected Shane was gonna jump off a ladder or jump off one of those things on on, on the on the WrestleMania set. Didn't happen. But overall, great match. And I, and I think this is the springboard where AJ can start saying on SmackDown, "Hey, I never got my one-on-one rematch. I went through." Randy Orton, Luke Harper, and, and chamber matches, and I beat you at WrestleMania. When am I going to get my one-on-one championship match? And I think we should see that pretty soon uh, going forward. Kevin Owens is now the new United States champion, defeated Chris Jericho in over 15 minutes. Um, great match. Um, trying to, It was a great match, but it still part of me felt like this should have been Later in the card, or even in in, in in totality, this should have been for the Universal Championship. I, I, I still felt AJ should have been the world champion going uh, into WrestleMania for SmackDown. And Kevin Owens should have been the Universal Champion going into WrestleMania for Raw. Uh, we got neither of that. Kevin Owens is now the the, the, the new US Champion. Remains to be seen, remains to be seen what, what they do with Jericho going forward. Um, they have payback later on in the month. Maybe Jericho gets a rematch and then he'll be written off TV for quite some time. We don't know when he'll be back. But, uh, you know, good to see Kevin Owens with the win. Uh, am I a fan of him holding the, the U.S. the U.S. championship? A little because when he was the Intercontinental Champion, he, he did, you know, he, he, he did some great things for the belt. And made it mean something before they put the belt on SmackDown. So hopefully he will do the um, he'll do the same for the U.S. title. The U.S. title has not meant anything since John Cena lost it to Alberto Del Rio over a year and a half ago, whenever it was at Hell in a Cell. So hopefully Kevin Owens can do the same that John Cena did and um, bring that U.S. title back to prestige. Bailey is still the Raw Women's Champion, defeated Charlotte. Nia Jackson, uh, Sasha Banks, decent match. Um, w- Would have been better if Bailey was not the champion walking in, but it is what it is. Um, they all they all ganged up on Nia Jackson in the beginning. They got her eliminated. Sasha Banks was the next one to be eliminated, followed by Charlotte. Um, was very interesting to see them not do anything where it, it'll. Create a a, a a heel Sasha Banks going forward against Bailey. As I said, Bailey is still the champion. What they do with her going forward remains to be seen, but I felt like they should have done something a little something where you kind of see the seeds growing for Sasha making a heel turn on Bailey. I mean Bailey could have won the match, but maybe should have pinned Sasha. Or Sasha would would try to cheat last night, but Bailey still won. We did not get any of that. Nia got eliminated first, followed by Sasha and Charlotte. Did we need to did we need to see Bailey and Charlotte be the last two? Probably not. But now it's like, all right, now what do you do with the, with the title picture? 
there's four people. You're not going to add Dana Brooke anytime soon. Um, Emma is going to re-debut at some point. But the title picture remains remains around Bailey's, uh, Sasha, Charlotte, and Nia Jax. Do you create a, a Charlotte, Nia Jax program so Sasha and Bailey can go at it? Do we see a heel turn tonight on Raw or a planting of the seeds from Sasha to Bailey? Uh, we all know how the Raw after WrestleMania is. It, it, it gets a little crazy. It gets it gets a little lit out there. So could we see something? I would I would hope I would love to see that because Sasha needs needs a a heel turn bad. Well, no pun intended. She desperately needs a heel turn, just like Dean Ambrose might need one too, or a character change. Sasha needs one too. I, I'm a big fan of Sasha. Great uh, great work in the ring, but I think. Her with the Bailey dynamic, recreate that, you know, what they had in Brooklyn two years ago with uh, NXT, recreate that, have Charlotte and Nia Jax go at it for a little bit. You know, that'll be very interesting. But um, any event, Bailey is still the women's champion for Raw. Then we get to the, the biggest pop of the night. In my opinion, the return of the Hardy Boys. Uh, they return in a fatal four-way tag team ladder match for the Raw Tag Team Championship along with Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Cesaro, Sheamus, Enzo, and Big Cass. We thought it was going to be a triple threat match. New Day comes out. They say, well, now we got word it's going to be a fatal four-way. So now either you're thinking, all right, New Day might put themselves in or the rumor that we kept hearing for quite some time that the Hardys were going to return was going to be true. And then not only they were coming back, but they were going to come back at WrestleMania. Indeed they did. And it was the biggest pop I've heard in quite some time. Stone Cold's pop at 32 last year was deafening. Um, this one is up there. 70,000 strong chanting for the Hardy boys. Once their music dropped, they got in the ring and they just they acted like it was <laughs> they acted like it was 2001 all over again with the Dudleys and 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 Edge and Christian um they did not lose a beat they just had a a ladder match the night before for Ring of Honor with the with the Young Bucks and they come on to WrestleMania now they're they now they're the new tag team champions for Raw and i think it gives the tag team division on Raw, a shot in the arm. It's something they, they desperately needed. Um, because, again, all you had was the club, Cesaro, Sheamus, and his own cast, the New Day. Then you had, what, the the, 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 the the Shining Stars. And the tag team division is, is a lot better now with the Hardys. You might get them involved with the New Day down, uh, down the line. But I think overall, a, a, a good match. Good pop for the Hardys. Welcome back, Jeff and Jeff and Matt. Do they do anything similar to what they were doing in TNA with the broken broken Matt and Brother Nero? We have no idea, but I'm glad they're back. It, it was a long time. I don't know how many years it it, it had been since they appeared at, at a WrestleMania. Could be could be eight, seven. It could be wrong, but um, and then you see Jeff do that spot. On the outside with the Swanton bomb, like like it's TLC 
2001. Um, glad they're back. Great to see him back. I know we always pop for the whole nostalgia act, but the Hardy still got it. And we'll see what they do on Raw as the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, we get to John Cena and Nikki Bella defeated the Miz and Maurice. This this was a, you know, whatever match. Um, <laughs> I thought it would be a lot better considering the promos they had leading up to it. The promos were, were fired. Miz and John Cena going back and forth and Nikki and Maurice sharing their displeasure for one another. I thought that the match could have been a little better. Uh, was not the greatest match on the card. Was definitely not the greatest match in, in Mania history. And definitely not the greatest match John Cena and The Miz have had. Uh, we barely saw Maurice do anything. I'm not sure if she even wanted to wrestle. Um, anyway, Cena and, and Nikki Bella with the win. And John Cena proposes to Nikki Bella afterwards, which was pretty much highly speculated for, for, for a few weeks that happened. And, um, yeah, so now they're engaged. They won the match. And, um, I'm look, I'm very interested in seeing what they do with the Miz going forward. I, I felt he had a great 2016, early 2017 so far being, uh, the intercontinental champion, bringing that belt to prestige. And I think he's done a lot where he's earned, Another championship run. I'm not saying it has to be tomorrow. But I think when we get to SummerSlam, Survivor Series, something like that, the Miz should be fighting for the championship, if not be the champion. I think he has the charisma. He has the mic work. He has the ring work to be champion. I'm just a big fan of the Miz and... Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully he'll get his just due later on of being a champion going forward on SmackDown. Seth Rollins defeated Triple H in a non-sanctioned match that took 25 minutes. I didn't even know it was 25 minutes until I looked at <laughs> here on Wikipedia right now. Um, the Kingslayer slayed Triple H. This was more of your, of your mat psychological kind of match. Seth with the knee injury, with the knee buckling and trying to and, and favoring that that knee injury. Hunter with the inverted figure fours and sledgehammers and um, it, it pretty much a typical Triple H match. And um, new outfit for Seth Rollins, thought that was dope. Gold Power Ranger, whatever you want to call it. The bump that Stephanie McMahon took uh, on the table. Was pretty cool. Could not think anybody even remotely thought that was gonna happen. Oh, Stephanie won't go through a table, but she did. Hunter bumped into her, and he turned around. Seth gave him the pedigree. Bing, bang, boom. Seth with the win. You you might have thought that the curb stomp when it came out in this match, it being a quote unquote non-sanctioned match, maybe the curb stomp would have uh, been the finish. And I think. Maybe maybe going forward, Seth should try to get a new finish. I don't know if he keeps the pedigree, but I think going forward, he should have a new finish, knowing that it, it, it wasn't his to begin with. It's Triple H's finish, so maybe he'll find one. If not, he'll probably keep that for a while. Now, we get to the Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match for the WWE Championship. 
not a big fan of this match. I thought it, I thought it was okay. Uh, with with all the promos leading up to it, Randy Orton burning Bray Wyatt's house and and all this stuff, and was he really a part of the Wyatt family? We have no idea, but I felt the way the match was laid out, and of course, Randy Orton winning. Um, I'm a big Randy Orton fan, but I'm also a big Bray Wyatt fan. But I felt like Bray Wyatt should have kept the belt. I think there was so much, so much untapped potential of him seeing him with the belt going forward. That putting the belt back on Randy, it's like, all right, okay, if you're going to put the belt back on Randy, who's going to, who's next in line that you can see Randy Orton go up against? That, that, that will have, that, that'll bring a pretty good match. We, we just saw him and AJ a few weeks ago for the first time on SmackDown. Um, I don't want him and John Cena again. You might get him in the Miz. You might get him in Bray Wyatt in a rematch. Um, Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin. I don't know. So that's why I was like, I think there was so much more to do with Bray Wyatt as champ as champion than Randy Orton. And I felt like it took so long for Bray to win any belt when he won it at, at, at Chamber. His first championship ever in the company. And I'm like, all right, now they're going to, you know, bring some support to him. And he had the belt for, what, a month, month and a half? Does he get it back soon? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. But just putting the belt on Randy um, was a little... I I just wasn't a fan of it. And... The match was okay. They they went around. They went about ten minutes. You had all the images from up top with the you know whatever they put in the ring. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool, but it just kind of made Bray look a little little weak. That in his first title in, in his first title defense at WrestleMania, he loses, and Orton won the Rumble. He now wins the WrestleMania. We'll see what. Uh, what contenders are lined up for him on the SmackDown side? I know Bray Wyatt should get a rematch, and I think it could be Tuesday. It could be at the next pay per view. We have no idea. I think that, again, I think that's I think that's backlash. So we'll see. But overall, wasn't a great fan of the match. I thought Bray Wyatt should have won. Then we get to Brock Lesnar defeating Goldberg in four minutes and forty five seconds. To become the new Universal Champion, we all thought that this was going to be just no no more than five minutes. You're not getting a seven ten minute match classic with Brock and Goldberg. The match was better than what we all expected. It it is it was what it was. Longer than the Survivor Series matchup. Longer than Goldberg being in the Royal Rumble. Um. They did what they had to do. They did what they did what we all expected them to do. Spears, jackhammers, F5s, suplexes galore, spear in the outside. Goldberg, uh, I'm sorry, Brock kicking out of the the jackhammer. Maybe Goldberg should have kicked out one time of the F5 and then Brock would have done it again and again and again. Didn't defeat Goldberg, but 
not much to expect here. We all thought Brock was going to win. And the, the contenders on the Raw side for him are going to be lined up galore. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, what they do with Finn Balor coming back, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. Things can get a lot of interesting. Do we see Goldberg retire tonight? Is this the end for Goldberg as a professional wrestler? Signs point toward that. And um, hopefully we see Brock defend the better payback. Because if Goldberg is going to get a rematch, I, I don't know about that. So remains to be seen what they do over the next three or so weeks to bring out the new contender for Brock Lesnar. Uh, also, Kevin Owens could be a contender. Can't count him out. Um, Six-pack challenge for the uh, SmackDown Women's title. Naomi defeated Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Mickey James, and Natalia. Naomi's from Orlando. We all figured she was going to win, coming back from the injury. Um, the match lasted longer than Goldberg and Brock. Kind of rushed, kind of quick. I can't say they were pressed for time because they were doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going. You're going to midnight, so you can't really say they were pressed for time. So Naomi with the victory, it was a pretty decent match. It was what it was. It was supposed to be on the pre-show. Fans said no, it should be on the main card. And now when it is on the main card, you get the second-to-last match at five minutes and plus. So would it have been a longer match on a pre-show? I don't know. The Naomi entrance would not have been that great in broad daylight as opposed to almost 11.30 at night. So congrats to Naomi, new SmackDown Women's Champion. And again, Roman Reigns defeated The Undertaker in a no-holds-barred match. 23 minutes. Many consider it to be Taker's last match. Was not a fan of the match all throughout, but... They did what they had to do, make Roman look strong, give him that that nod like he's the next guy, give, give him that rub, and Taker was going in the beginning. By the time he got to the 10-minute mark, he looked, you know, he looked gassed, he looked out of breath, and to much dismay of the crowd of 70,000 people, Roman Reigns defeated The Undertaker. And I had Roman winning the match. I believe I did. And just, we just want to see what happens. We, we want to see what happens with Roman going forward. Is he still going to be portrayed as a good guy? Because if you're going to portray him as a heel, I'm all for it. And him beating Taker does not help him become a good guy or be becoming more of a good guy. Fans are going to despise him more. It's one thing for Brock to break the streak. It's another when Roman Reigns is the last guy Taker might wrestle ever in, in his career and he beats Undertaker. So are we on the path to Roman Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania 34 or even SummerSlam? You might, it might be on that path. Roman Reigns is the guy, whether you like it or not, he's the guy. He's the next John Cena, whatever you want to call it. He's main evented three WrestleManias in a row. 
He's two and one in those WrestleManias. He might he might main event at WrestleMania next year. So don't be surprised. I'll tell you this: uh, uh, a year from now, Reigns will be in the main event at WrestleMania 34, in New Orleans. Against who? I have no idea. But expect to see Roman Reigns in the main event at WrestleMania 34. And he speared him. He ran the ropes crazy, speared him again. One, two, three, and it was over. It was your your, your childhood was over. <laughs> the career of The Undertaker was over. He put the hat, the jacket, the gloves in the middle of the ring. And there you go. That's WrestleMania 33 in the books. I want to get to some of your reaction. I didn't ask you guys to send me your reaction on Twitter. Thank you for all of those who tweeted at me. I'm going to try my best to uh, get to all the reaction. At 718 Special Effects, Bray Randy should have been on the pre-show. <laughs> I'll be, yeah, I'll be, you know, looking back at it now. Probably not the pre-show, but... Maybe earlier in the in the card, maybe. Um, at Chelsea, Carlax, solid show. Not a, not a single bad card or not a single bad match on the show, and the right people won. Okay. I think we we have a difference of opinion. I, uh, I think I think everybody who won last night, I had winning except Bray Wyatt and Baron Corbin. I would say. Um, at D John 90 low expectations were far exceeded. Also the same production was amazing. Just being in the live crowd. Yeah. The production was amazing. The lighting, the whole set, uh, they do a great job. Every single WrestleMania, they do a great job lighting the set, even the ring on top of the ring and everything, that long ramp and, and, and the images, uh, uh, like when Randy Orton was walking, he had that snake following him the whole time. And when Seth did the fire thing, all the, the fire came down the aisle. Um, Triple H's entrance with the whole motorcycle, Ghost Rider-like stuff. Or, you know, Sons of Anarchy. Um, but yeah, D. John 90, the production was great. Um, you At You Can't Hang With Me. Everything was dope, but no Roman heel turn. Yeah, I, I yeah, man. I, I wish we, I wish we, we would officially get that. I don't think we're getting that anytime soon. At Mike underscore Fresh eight hundred three, Randy Bray was super anticlimactic. Great build, subpar match. I totally agree with you. The, the build to the burning house and all this Sister Abigail stuff. It just didn't pan out in the ring, man. Just did not pan out in the ring. Um, at Joe Black is back. Brock Goldberg was probably the worst match. I thought it was one of the better shows in a while. Yeah, a lot of people were saying WrestleMania 30, 33 was a, a great show, a good show. Um, I'm not. I'm not here to say top five, top ten yet. It, it just happened yesterday, so that that's up for you guys to debate. Um, a Rod. Zero zero three four, being there it was amazing. Wow, man! Uh, all props to you for being there. Um, again, Joe Black is back. The Hardy Boys finally came home. I thought I, I I think once the Hardys match was over, the remaining of the card, 
the crowd was just out of it. I don't know what it was, but once they got that Hardy's pop and that match was over, everything else after that, it was just like, all right. <laughs> I guess all the buzz was taken out of the arena once the Hardys came back. Um, at L underscore Nino 201, Taker calling it quits really shook me up, man. The Hardys returning was super nostalgic. Absolutely. Um, at Vega Alliance, a really great mania. Besides Orton and Bray Wyatt, Taker retiring was a must. Shane chain wrestling with the best in WWE was flat out, flat out amazing. Yeah, Shane really shocked everybody with actual wrestling. So, um, yeah, Taker, I agree. Um, Randy and Bray Wyatt was, you know, it should have been a better match. Should have been a better match. Um, at Mind on Wrestling, first half was for the diehard fans. Second half was for the casuals. Overall, good show. Eight out of ten, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say that. Seven, seven and a half, eight. I would say that um, right now. I know it, it just happened yesterday, so... Um, yeah, I, I, I think eight. I think a solid eight would be good um, for the show. At R Bonnie 1, great show all around. At NBA Rondo 9, a solid card. It was just too long. Yes, uh, the main card was five five hours. You put the pre-show on top of that, seven. So if you want to say WrestleMania 33 was seven hours long. And then we're going to get SummerSlam being four and a half hours because SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summertime. The Royal Rumble is going to be four and a half hours. Survivor Series can remain at three, three and a half, whatever they want to do with that. Um, at Titanic S, discuss how The Miz deserves a major payback for his year to be ended that way. He made this match intriguing, and the Intercontinental Championship picture sucks without him. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think The Miz should have a championship run. I'm not. I'm not saying a a a a long championship run, but I think he should have a a crack at the at the at the, at the title, whether Orton got it, Bray got it, AJ got it. Um, an overall great 2016, carrying the Intercontinental Championship, making it prestigious, bringing it back to 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 that stage, and the belt has not been the same since it was off the Miz. Whether well, Dolph had it, Dean Ambrose now. Uh, Miz did a, a great work with the IC title, and I think he'll do great work for the world title if he gets that opportunity to do so. Um, at the underscore pursuit, overall, very strong start. To finish, I was disappointed but not surprised at Brock Goldberg. Surprised of how bad Bray Randy was. Again, man, I think everybody's really down on Bray and Randy the most. It, it being Bray and Randy, it being for the WWE Championship, it having that build for so long, and that's what you got. Uh, I don't know, man. It, I think if Bray would have won the match, I think people would feel a lot better. But I don't know. It, I give I got to get the benefit of the doubt of, of Orton with the belt, which you got to see what happens. And I'm a fan of the old heel Viper Randy Orton. Yeah, I, I, if you're going to give me that Randy Orton, 
I'm all for it. You know, the um, the legacy Randy Orton is the one I want to see, but we're not going to get that. Um, but I do want to thank those who reached out to me. Um, make sure I get everybody here. So, yeah, man, WrestleMania 33 in the books. <clears throat> uh, thank you for all the Twitter reactions. It will be out on SoundCloud and iTunes later on today. Again, the trivia question, if you missed it, I said in the beginning, I said in, 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 the, in the middle. If you want to win a, a free wrestling DVD, I, I did put a picture out of what I have on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. Be the first one to add me with the correct answer of how many, including last night, how many main events did Undertaker have at WrestleMania? Him being the last match at WrestleMania, how many times did the Undertaker fight in the last match, the main event at WrestleMania? You know the answer, at me, at Randy J. Cruz on Twitter. Again, thank you. Download, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff for, for the podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Reach out to me on Twitter any, anytime you want. Tonight is Raw, tomorrow SmackDown, so we'll see what happens with the storylines going forward. The Raw after WrestleMania always tends to be a big-time uh, big thing, big-time re, uh, returns, reactions. Remains to be seen what, what goes on forward uh, in the post-WrestleMania world. Again, thank you. I'm Randy J. Cruz on Twitter, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z. This has been the latest edition of the Two Out of Three Falls podcast. I'm out.